Growing a successful design business is hard work. There's so much to do and so little time to get it all done, not to mention the actual design work. The good news is that we are here to help. I'm Krista, the WordPress developer and website strategist from KristaRay.co. And I'm Corey, the designer and creative coach from CoreyWoodard.com. In the Get Back to Design podcast, we're going to share strategies and tools to help streamline and grow your design business, ditch the code and anything else you don't love, and well, get back to design. Grab a cup of coffee, open that Illustrator file you've been working on, and let's dive in. All right, this week we got an awesome question from one of our listeners that we are going to kind of dive into and break apart for you guys. So the question was, if a client has multiple goals, how do you best design to accomplish both of them? For example, a client wants to book more clients, but they also want to grow their email list. And this is such an awesome question. I talk about website strategy and designing around your client's goals all the time, but this isn't something I've ever touched on, even though it is something I've run across. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this. Um, Some goals work really well together, as I'm sure you've found, and some do not. So today we're going to go over how goals should work together, what to do when your client has goals that don't work well together at all, and what to do when they have more than one big main goal. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this because I feel like sometimes, not even sometimes, I feel like a lot of the times those are the two goals that people are coming to you or to me with, I should say, when they want a new website. It's like, I want to increase my email list, but I also want to increase my page views. Like, it's a couple of things that people need help with. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say about this. (laughs) Well, let's dive right into the first part here, which is goals that go well together and how goals should work together. So actually the example that was given in this question, so if they want to book, if your client wants to book more clients and also grow their email list, those are examples of goals that actually work really, really, really well together. So you kind of want to think of a website as something that leads audience members through a journey with your client's brand and them as a person overall. So goals like getting them to read more blog posts, growing your email list and booking more clients actually work really, really well together. Because if you think about it, having someone start out reading blog posts is a great way to build trust and increase authority and make people want to learn more. So a natural next step is that email list. So if your client also has a goal of growing their email list, it kind of goes hand in hand. So they can have calls to action in their blog posts to jump on an email list. And then from there, an email list is a great place to build even more trust, help people realize kind of why their services or products are so important and grow their bookings from that. So there are a lot of goals that actually work together really, really well. Yeah, and I definitely agree that you kind of need that starting point of like reading blog posts or, you know, getting an introduction to their content because I can't think of anyone where I've just like seen them on social media and I immediately wanted to book them. You know, you need that period of getting to know them and figuring out that they really do know their stuff and they're an expert in their field and that kind of thing to lead into those next steps. Yeah, and a lot of clients aren't going to 
do this just kind of on accident, like when you ask for their goals, they're probably not going to have these steps like super laid out like this. So this is where you can jump in and either help them by maybe jumping on a call and talking through it with them or just based on your experience, you might know what feeds in really, really well to some of the goals they have. So that's where you can kind of jump in and help them with those things. But you also might find that your clients have several goals at kind of the same level that compete with each other. And that's where this can kind of get a little tricky. So this is where you need to do a little more education and help them narrow in on what's most important. So I can use myself as an example here. Two of the main goals in my business are to grow my email list as well as the Facebook group that Corey and I run. So these two are kind of at the same level. Both of these are perfect places for us to build more trust, kind of build our authority and stuff like that. But people are also ready for them at the same time. So after they're done reading a blog post the, in my, the footer of my website, those are all great places for these things. And I don't want them to compete. So you can actually have your clients use one to promote the other, which is what I've done. So for me, my main focus when I narrow it in and really have to choose is growing my email list. Even though I love the Facebook group and want that to grow, my email list is more important to me. So I focus on the email list more on my website, but once they're on that list, I'm leading them to the Facebook group. So if you have a client that comes to you with things that are kind of at the same level, rather than trying to crunch them all into their website and getting it all cluttered, See if you can find a way to lead one into the other. Well, and two, I think going back to the example of booking more clients and also wanting to grow your email list, I think those two things can work hand in hand the same exact way. So if you have to decide, well, do I want to promote a service here or do I want to promote you know, my email list and whatever it is in a blog post or somewhere on their website, then you can think, well, if I promote the email list, then the email list can have content being sent out that's also going to promote the services. So that's kind of what you were saying earlier, but that's just another example of where they may not seem like they're at the same exact level. So obviously at the end of the day, you want to book more clients and second would be growing your email list probably, but you can still kind of have them both feed off of each other and don't worry about saying, oh my gosh, if I pick this, then I can't go back to the other one and still promote it because that's just like one spot in one blog post or one spot in one location on your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and a lot of times with goals like this, that are, you'll find that one of them goes better on a certain page than the other one. So one of them is going to make more sense on the about page. One of them is going to make more sense, you know, to be featured at the top of the home page, stuff like that. So those are just all things you can think about. Um, but having clients with goals that go well together is definitely the easiest part of what we'll talk about today. Designing a strategic website that gets your clients results and turns around to benefit your own business is no small feat. It's an all new process and way of thinking that needs to be added to your design projects and it can take years to figure out how it all works. But I've got a way for you to speed up the process. Design Your Own Pixel Perfect Production is a workbook and ebook combo to lead you through every step of the process, including improving your own website, getting your clients real results through a perfectly strategic design, and knowing the questions to ask before and after the project to be able to have real results to compare. If you're ready to learn the exact steps you need to craft a strategic website, implement it flawlessly, and see results in your own business, 
head over to getbacktodesign.co slash strategy workbook to learn more and use the code getbacktodesign for $10 off your copy. After that, prepare to take action and see happier clients, better testimonials, more referrals, and those higher paying clients you've been waiting for. Uh, but now we will dive into what to do when their goals aren't working well together. So the best example of this I can think of that I've dealt with is people who want two separate niches and services on one website. So they want to be able to write about their multiple passions, whatever they are, and offer all of the services and all this content on the same website. So actually the example I have worked with before is someone who wanted to do like health coaching and write all about like healthy living and stuff and also be a designer. And that was a little tricky. Back then, I was actually just getting started. I wasn't offering strategy stuff yet. So I was just like, I don't know what to do with you. But there are definitely a couple options. Corey, have you ever had someone come to you with that kind of issue? I guess we'll call it. Oh, goodness. I'm trying to think through my like Rolodex of past clients. (laughs) I probably have. But I don't think that that's like a super common problem that people have just because everyone does seem to niche down. But you are going to hit those couple of people where it's like, but I'm really, really passionate about both of these things. And it makes sense to only have this under one business instead of breaking them off into two separate things. And honestly, I'm curious to hear what you recommend (laughs) because this just sounds like a headache waiting to happen. (laughs) Yeah, and this super extreme example like isn't the only one basically when you have a client who has two main goals they're focusing on that don't work well together that's kind of what we're going over but I just wanted to use this extreme example to kind of make it nice and clear Um, but I have a few options of what you can do I have three options here option one which is actually my favorite it requires a little coaching from you but it can work really well and this is to see if they can merge their offerings and what they're doing into one super niched and specialized offering so whether it's this health coach and designer we're talking about whether it's someone who has like a whole bunch of services and doesn't really know what they're doing see if you can help them narrow in so for the health coach and designer maybe they want to be a designer for health coaches or health bloggers and this is going to help them stand out so much from the competition they can either even offer some level of coaching in their design services and have a really awesome insight into the industry so obviously you, if they're a designer maybe they wouldn't be working with other designers so maybe that was a bad example <laughs> i picked but this is just what popped into my head Um, but what do you think about seeing if they could merge into one Corey? I think that's a really good idea. I kind of feel like I was in this position a little bit with my own business when I started introducing the coaching services. It was like, I'm a designer for business owners, but I also want to be a coach for business owners. And I kind of Mm -hmm. realized, okay, I have a lot of designers who follow me. I am already sharing a lot of content about running your design business. So naturally it worked out that I became a coach for other designers. And while that is still two pretty different niches, if you think about it, it does allow me to kind of get a lot more specific, especially with my coaching services, but also not have all this crazy junk going on on my website that's like, hey, I'm doing this one thing and here's this other thing and figure out where to go depending on what you want. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm actually glad you brought that up because when I was outlining this episode, I didn't think of you as as an example and I should have. So you're going to add like 
a fourth point here. So before <laughs> I even remembered you, my initial thought here was, I want to say to make paths for people on one website, but don't do it. And I think for most people, this does not work. I think for you, with what you're doing, it does, because you're a coach for designers and a designer. And I think those two things help build authority for both of your audiences. So your designer audience is seeing that you're a designer, you have clients, you're doing all this stuff that can look at your portfolio and your testimonials and see that you know what you're doing. And your design clients see that you're coaching designers and they're like, oh, if she's coaching other designers, she knows her stuff. So I think in your case specifically, this works well, but in most cases I would be like, just don't. Because I say this because if your client wants to be successful in either one of the two business ideas they have, they cannot be confusing their audience. If they have two totally separate audiences, you cannot effectively lay out good paths on a website for both of them. It just does not work that way because they need separate blogs, email lists, all the copy needs to be so specific to their niche, the path they lay out from their homepage, the items in their menu, all of this needs to be so specific if they really want to be successful and if they're really taking either one seriously. I'm kind of feeling ranty right now. We better watch out. <laughs> but well, I, I definitely agree with you because I feel like um, I have kind of seen a lot of people, especially on Squarespace, because they make this so easy to do where it's like a landing page and they tell yeah. people, if you want this, then click. A, if you want this other thing, then click B. And while I think that may feel like the easy way to go about this, I think sometimes people don't really know and they click over and then they get lost and confused mm -hmm. and it's just not really a good idea. But if you absolutely cannot make the two sides of your business kind of correlate. So for example, a health coach and a designer, those are two pretty different mm -hmm. things. So maybe even our listeners are finding themselves in this position yeah. with their passions. If you absolutely cannot make those two things work together, then I say that's the only time when you should like make this whole landing page, click A, click B, hang out with me over here, hang out with me over there. Mm -hmm. I just don't like seeing those. I'm no. getting ranty now. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, I just think that is a, like a totally last resort. If you don't have, if your client does not have the resources right now to make two separate websites basically, or combine their passions into one, then, I mean, it's just not going to work. It's just, it just mm -hmm. doesn't work well. It can get someone off to a good start. I shouldn't even say good. It can get them off to an okay start. But you cannot scale your business and grow it effectively when you have all this stuff mushed together. Nope. So if you can't convince them to kind of merge everything into one, if you can't convince them to have two totally separate websites, maybe you kind of pitch something to them, which I kind of dreamed up. And this could be totally crazy, but if it's, it's an idea I had and I want to discuss it with you, <laughs> that is to have, give them a custom package for separate websites, but where you use the same theme and template for both of them. So the layout can be pretty much the same. You change up the calls to action and the copy. So they're getting two websites, but since you know, it's the same theme or template on your end. It doesn't have to be quite as expensive for them. So it's kind of like an in-between option for them. They don't have to pay for two totally custom websites, but they're still doing something that's going to move both halves of their business forward. 
Yeah, I think that sounds like a crazy idea. And when you're thinking about it, it's like, ugh, but they'll have the same exact design and they'll be two mm -hmm. different things. Well, that's what happens when we sell our themes. Like yes. there are several people out there, myself included, who are mm -hmm. using one of our themes and someone else with a completely different business is also using it and whatever it happens. Mm -hmm. I think that is probably the best way and most effective to meet your client halfway and not say, well, if you want two completely different websites, it's going to cost you $10,000 to get mm -hmm. something custom. If they're targeting two completely different people, then the person who sees website number one is likely never going to see website yeah. number two unless for some reason you're linking to both of them and that's just another problem <laughs> accident waiting to happen honestly so i think there's nothing wrong with that that's a really great idea to be able to offer them a really awesome website and then they can go forth and customize it with text and photos to make it work for that specific target audience yeah Totally. And these things are not easy things to present to your client. They're going to be pretty stubborn, I'm guessing, coming to yep. you if they have a problem like this. They're going to be kind of aware that they have a problem. That's probably why they're coming to you. So when you pitch them any or all of these options, you need to be confident. You are the expert. You are doing what you need to move their business forward and to make yourself look good. You don't want to get stuck in a situation where you're doing your best to help them when you know you can't and then kind of looking back at that project as one you're not proud of down the road. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, you don't have to go crazy and remind them and say, hey, I know what I'm doing, so you have to listen to me. But explain why that would work for them. So we were just talking a, a little bit about this in the, our last episode, but like explain how this will benefit both of their businesses or their one business as a whole, depending on what you're really trying to get them to do. And they are going to see you as more of an expert and it's going to make them trust you more and probably go forward with something that you're suggesting rather than just being really stubborn and hard-headed and just like making you want to shake them by the shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, totally agree. Um, the last one I want to talk about here is what to do when you have a client that has more than one kind of main higher level goal that can work together. So an example I'm thinking of here is someone who has services to offer, but also has a shop. Um, this takes prioritizing on their part for sure. They need to know which one they value more for people at different parts, you know, different journeys in their website. Um, but you really need to think about what the goal of each page is, um, what the goals should be based on what people know after reading a certain page and what people will be primed to do at that point. So Cora, you're a really good example of this. And this luckily is something I thought of before we hit record. <laughs> um, in case you guys don't know, Corey offers services and has a shop. And these are two high level goals. If you think about it, someone could have a business with one or the other. A lot of us do. But she makes these work really, really well together, and people can, no matter what these two goals are, that kind of go hand in hand. So say Corey writes a blog post on how she uses Asana in her business for client projects, it definitely makes sense for her to link to her um, product related to Asana at the end of that blog post. 
But since services are more of her main focus, it makes the most sense for those to be the focus on most other pages, like the about page, for example. So you just have to decide and help your client decide which is most important to be featured in the most areas, and then they'll find other places to kind of fit that secondary one in. The homepage is also a good place for giving people different levels of options. So this is the one place I'd say it's okay to kind of feature both. So I like to look at the homepage as something that can catch someone based on where they are with your or your client's brand. So very, very new people will probably just want to read the blog. They won't be ready for any level of commitment, but the blog is a great place to start. You might also want to point them to an email list because maybe they're familiar with you or they've read a blog post and love it and they're ready to join that list. You want that option for them too. And after that comes the shop and services. I'd say most people who have shops and services, the shop is probably the lower level commitment because it's cheaper. So maybe you'd have that first and services afterwards. Um, of course, there's a lot more that goes into a homepage, but that's one place where you could kind of present multiple goals in one location without it kind of just being a jumbled mess. Yeah, and I definitely think while you were talking about this stuff, it just was spinning my wheels a little bit on other things that I could do to kind of lead one to the other. It is obviously a good idea to prime them for the lower level commitment because obviously that's where they are going to get you know, they can invest a little bit and see what your stuff is like and kind of learn more about you and take that next step of trust. Yeah. And then you can start leading them to the services. I have this as part of my whole business. I know that at the end of the day, you would rather someone come to you and give you more money than less money. But this is how we work as humans. I'm yeah. much more likely to spend 20 bucks on something the very first time that I land on a website or the first within the first five or 10 times than I am to go and spend 200 or $400 on something depending on what it is and like how much I need it. So another thing that I think you can do here, and this goes back to what I was talking about earlier with where you can have one kind of goal feed off of the other. And I think something you could do, this obviously would require some copywriting so you could bring someone else into the project if your client can afford it or you can just suggest it to them. But in this example that Krista was talking about, so the shop and then you can lead them to the services. You can always have some kind of funnel, a sales funnel or something, where after someone buys a product from your shop, you can give them a couple weeks to kind of go through it, depending on what it is, and see how much they like it. And then you can start introducing them to your services and talking to them about how you can help them take what they just bought and make it work even better for their business in a more personalized way. Yes, I love that idea. That idea. So when you do have a client come to you that has, you know, multiple higher level goals, definitely think of things like this. So what what fits best on what page? And if there's a way you can lead one into the other, like Corey was just saying, definitely talk about them talk with them about how they can make that happen. Yes, you're a designer. You might not feel like that's your job, but at the end of the day, your job is helping your clients be successful through your designs. And if there's a couple extra steps that need to happen outside of your design, so the email funnel here, 
you know, that's things that you can bring to their attention without much effort. You can even have some friends on hand that write email funnels for people or copywriters that you can say, hey, this person will be able to help you get people from A to B and we will focus on this on your website, something like that. Exactly. And I think too, when you can add in that extra touch of just a little tiny bit of coaching for your clients and say, Mm -hmm. okay, here's what we can do. And here's what I kind of recommend you do from for steps like C and D that are two and three or whatever that you want your site visitors to take. I think that makes you even more of an expert and it makes Mm -hmm. them you know, enjoy working with you so much more and even more confident in their decision to hire you. And when they start seeing that kind of personal attention and how much you are trying to help them be successful in their business, they are going to be so much more likely to refer you to their Mm -hmm. friends and come back to you in the future if they need say a whole new website, or even if they just need little things done for their business, they're going to be much more likely to come to you because they're like, wow, this person really cares about my business and my success. And I love them for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking of the awesome testimonials that would come from something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Above and beyond. I don't remember what episode that was, but (laughs) I think it was four. There we go. So basically to recap today, multiple goals can work really well together when they're done correctly. So if one leads into another one or if they can just support each other well in different areas, it can definitely work. Your client might need a little coaching, but don't try to squeeze two businesses or two goals that don't work well together into one website because it's not going to work for your clients and it's not going to work for you either. So your action item for today is to write a canned response for when a client comes to you with two niches or two overall goals that don't work well together on a website. This is a tough one that you don't really want to be stuck in when it happens. You don't want to have to like sit and rack your brain and think about how you can best state this without like offending them or turning them away or anything like that. So get a response ready for when that happens. If you need help figuring it out, check the show notes. We'll have a little example for you in there with some bullet points you want to make sure you hit. Then you can make sure you have this prepared ahead of time so you don't have to worry about it when it happens. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, past episodes, and more information about the two of us, visit us online at getbacktodesign.co. If you enjoyed today's show, it would mean the world to Krista and I if you take two minutes to head on over to iTunes and leave a review. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Now put what you learned into action so you can streamline and grow your business, ditch the code, and get back to design.